Well, boys, what are you going to sing? The squeezer was not any use. A lemon without any juice. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. And you're listening to Boo to a Goose, a podcast about idioms, expressions, and slang. From across the pond. I'm already laughing because the way you say, and I'm Annie, is you always like go up like that. <laughs> yeah, I say it the same t- way yeah. every time. Yeah. I don't, maybe next, uh, next year... Oh, yeah. After this podcast, I will say it in a different way. You say, I'm Jacob, and I'll be like, and I'm Annie. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, my most, why mess with perfection? Okay. I think yeah. we've landed on it. Yeah. This year has been a real pig's ear. They have made a real pig's ear of this year. A right pig's ear. They made it. They made a pig's ear out of this year. Yes. Yeah. Who are they, would you say? Well... Arguably. Many, many possibilities. <laughs> many possibilities. But I think we have a pretty good idea. Yeah, about who made a pig's ear out of this year. Right. But what is a pig's ear? Good question, Jacob. I know that every pig has at least two, sometimes three, depending yeah. on uh, access to a radioactive power plant. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, um, pig's ear is actually used in English to mean a number of different things. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So in the context that we're using it um, as for um, 2020... To, yes, to describe the year. Um, to describe what people made of the year. Mm-hmm. To make a pig's ear of something, which is the expression I use. And the reason that we came to think about this is because you were like, let's do that. Because I never say that and you say it all the time. I'm always like, I'm ready to make, made a right pig's ear of that. Right. Um, it just means make a mess. Sure. Or a muddle. Have a botched job. Yeah. Um, do something badly or clumsily. Something that's badly done. Right. So arguably, um, politicians yeah. did a really poor job of... Managing this, this could year. have been fine. New Zealand didn't make a pig's ear out of anything. No, they, yeah. they're doing grand. Right. But unfortunately, the United States and the UK, two of the places that we're talking about when we're discussing Brit- this show, yeah. this show, um, both seem to have made a right pig's ear of it. Yep. Um, arguably, some things a bit positive things have been done. Mm-hmm. But also. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they made know, a mess. This podcast. They made a mess. This yeah. podcast is a good thing to come out of twenty twenty. <laughs> um, but there's other definitions for the word twenty uh, for the word pig's ear as well, not for twenty twenty. Yeah, 2020. Uh, there are it's, other definitions ex- for. We know exactly, but uh, this is a clean show. <laughs> um, so there is um, pig's ear can also be used as a term in Cockney rhyming slang. Okay. So we know that Cockney rhyming slang has to rhyme. So do you want to hazard, you want to posit a guess, like you want to put forward a guess for what it could mean? Ah, pig's ear rhymes with big sneer. So it's like when someone... No. Okay. When someone sneers at you really big. Right. Pig's I, ear, something rear, does it rhyme with rear? Like a butt? No. Okay. But I like that one. All right. <laughs> he just pinched my pig's ear. <laughs> it means it's short for big rear. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I... I didn't say big. Right. Well, it's got to rhyme. Big big and pig. Are you implying I have a big rear? Uh, the, the person in the story has a big rear. Mm. 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 Well, sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> this has been married jokes. <laughs> you ever been married and you're talking to your wife and she's like, Never mind. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the same jokes that have gone on for millennia. Yeah. We all did stand up in the 90s. <laughs> 
So, um, anyway. What does pig's ear rhyme with? If I say I'm, um, okay, here's an expression I'm going to say to you. Um, uh, I'm going to get a tid, I'm going, I'm going to get a tiddly wink of a pig's ear. Well, then, is what that like... What would I mean? I'm going to get a tiddly wink of a pig's ear. You can tell I'm not a Cockney rhyming slang person. Right, but is tiddly wink also a piece of Cockney rhyming slang? Yes. A little drink of a big beer. Ooh, very close. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good job. Um, tiddly wink just means drink. Okay. And pig's ear just means beer. Oh, okay. So you didn't need any descriptive terms. <laughs> <laughs> just like if it was going to mean rear, it wouldn't mean big rear. All right. Lesson learned. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, pig's ear has also been known to mean beer in Cockney rhyming slang. So if someone says they're going to get a pig's ear, they're going to get a beer. Um, completely different to how we would use it in the sense of they made a pig's ear out of something. Right. Um, there's one more use of pig's ear that okay. I want to touch on. This is one I was unfamiliar uh, of. And during my research, it said that it's more often used in the USA and Australia and not in the UK. Do you know any expressions using the word pig's ear that are more used in America? Um, the only thing I can think of, and I know this isn't what you're talking about, but this is something. Uh, I was some. I was in a rural area on the East Coast. I was because I went to school in a, a rural area of Vermont. Yeah. And we were in a uh, convenience store, and they sell pigs' ears for dogs to chew on, like dried pigs' ears as a chewing toy. <laughs> That's not what I'm referring to. I didn't think so. That's like a very specific thing that you're like, they're available to eat. And I'm like, but how are they used in a sentence? Oh, well, you just said uh, American. How American <laughs> is it? I gave a pig's ear to a, you know, a pig's ear might mean like something. Like li- you're saying like literally a pig's ear. Yeah. Um, y- yeah. Oh, okay. I misunderstood. No. Um, so uh, it, apparently in America, there's an expression called in a pig's ear. I, I know not of this. In a pig's ear. I know not of this either. Right. But um, according to my research, it's not commonly known in the UK. And it's um, an American... It's in a pig's ear? Is it like in ear. a bind? No. Oh. It means in an uh, it's an expression of disbelief or shock. What? Like you don't believe something's happened. Wow. I won the lottery. I'm in a pig's ear. Yeah. Like what? someone goes, you've won, a, you've won the lottery. And you'd be like, in a pig's ear. I don't know. It's super weird. <laughs> I don't. Really I don't even weird. know how you would use it because it sounds so strange to me. Um, I mean, that almost sounds like when pigs fly. Yes, that's okay. Well, you've just skipped to the origin part, Jacob Rubin. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because that's where they think it might have come from. Oh. One of the examples where in a flying pig's ear, like, like, what are the chances of you winning the lottery when pigs can fly mm-hmm. in a pig's ear? Um, it's meant to be a similar expression. But yeah, not one I'm familiar with. And uh, for the purpose of this podcast, when we were putting it together, we, uh, we were only thinking of the make a pig's ear out of it because that's the only right. way I'd heard it used. I hadn't heard the cockney rhyming this, either. The whole show is British slang. I mean, not the whole show, but for the most part. But it's rare that we find something that has two completely different slang definitions in the UK and the US. Yeah, depending on how you use it. Yeah. Um, okay, so we already skipped onto the origin a little bit. So sure. we could talk a little bit more about it. Let's get into it. Um, so if we take the first one and we're looking at the Cockney rhyming slang, pig's ear meaning beer, um, it is one of the earliest examples of Cockney rhyming slang. And it even appears in um, D.W. Barrett's Life and Work Among Navvies book. 
Mm -hmm. um, from 1880. And the quote that I gave you, again, I'm going to get a tiddlywink of a pig's ear. I'm going to get a drink of beer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's been around for a really long time. Uh, however, n they, no one knows why it's a pig's ear. Um, apart from the fact that it rhymes. Okay. So no one knows why it's a pig's ear and not a deer's ear or... or well, that would be a beer beer. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no one knows why it's a... A deer's ear. Yeah. 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 No one knows why it's a pig. Um, there are other expressions that mean beer um, that are not as popular, apparently, as pig's ear, um, such as never fear, Charlie Freer, oh my dear, red steer. It just sounds, seems so complex to me to try and like translate, like I, like if somebody was talking to me and just rhyming and using completely unassociated words, just like trying to translate that and know what they mean. Um, it seems quite difficult. Yeah. Yeah. If someone I said, mean, but that is in its core, kind of the essence of Cockney rhyming slang, right? It's like, yeah. if you know, then you know, and if you don't know, there's really no way to explain it. You can't yeah. like kind of stumble your way through yeah. a tiddlywink of a pig's ear. What you're is either that? part of that community or you're not. Exactly. And if you don't know what they're saying, then you're an outsider. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, again, I couldn't find anywhere in my research. And if anyone does know and has an answer to this, that'd be great. Um, why it's a pig's ear for a beer and why that's more commonly used than any of the other words associated with it. Um, but, you know, it could be anything. The rule is just that it has to rhyme here. Mm -hmm. But why pig's ear and not a deer? I don't know. Or a sow. Oh, that's a pig. <laughs> um, so that's the Cockney rhyming Um origin right um so around a similar time um just a few decades before um in a pig's ear the saying um that supposedly originated in the usa right um came about in around the 1850s so it's kind of like the first use of a pig's ear mm -hmm. just before the cockney rhyming one um and it's believed to be a variant of an expression in a pig's eye Oh, have you heard that? I have heard that one. Oh. I mean, maybe that's what I was like. Because when you said in a pig's ear, I, I said I didn't know. But like I, something about it did feel familiar. In a pig's in a pig's eye, you will. Like when someone says. Oh, is that how you would use it? In a yeah. pig's eye, you will. Like when pigs will fly? Y yeah, kind of. Like, like um, you know, uh, <laughs> like uh, let's say it's like a, like a movie about uh, a kid who wants to be a famous musician, but his dad wants him to be a plumber. Dad, I'm going to be a famous musician. In a pig's eye, you will. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, no way are you doing that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you are familiar with it because it proves my research correct that it originates in the USA. Oh, that is, I don't know if it originates <laughs> in the USA, but I, I can't think of Well, like, that it has, has some kind of use or bearing here. I feel like Mr. Burns said it. Oh. I feel like, and he, like, you know, they like to, the Simpsons writers always like to give him jokes about how stupidly old he was, mm -hmm. having him say ahoy hoy when he answers the phone. Oh, it's like, it's like an older saying. Then. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, that would explain why I haven't really heard it referenced on American TV and such. Mm -hmm. um, like a lot of American sayings I'm familiar with, even if we don't say them back home because I watch American movies and TV. Right. Um so yeah, uh, so it's meant to be a variant of um, in a pig's eye, and I guess it just got changed over time. Maybe people misheard it, like um, how I once um, 
misspoke and said that it went down like a dead balloon instead of a lead balloon <laughs> i feel like that could be a similar situation here <laughs> yeah maybe yeah like everyone will understand what you mean by dead balloon yeah. it's just when is a balloon dead <laughs> i guess a balloon is more likely to be dead than lead so yeah if you don't feel it fill it with helium it's, it's dead it's a dead balloon or air or anything it's yeah. just a deflated balloon yeah. it's, it's nothing Mer. uh but but a lead balloon someone would have to make a lead <laughs> balloon why would you do that yeah. I, when you could make a whole Led Zeppelin. I think that my changing it improved the saying. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm not sure if it did in this respect. I don't know if changing it to in a pig's ear helped the saying by changing it from in a pig's eye. Right. Um, both expressions mean exactly the same thing. Incredulous disbelief. Sure. Um, so there's and a usually some form of outrage, probably. Oh, really? I mean, th- th- like I can't think... Of, I mean... Every context I can think of that uses it, no one like the earlier context that we used of winning the lottery. That's not you. You you are yeah. You said incredulous, right? Mm-hmm. You don't you don't like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So again, there's a couple of theories where this comes from. The in a pig's eye thing. It might relate to pigs um, might fly. That expression. Or it might, and this is, I feel like clutching at straws a little bit here. It might relate to the fact that pigs' eyes are really small. So I guess if you were like, I don't know, aiming for a pig's eye, like they take up a lot less room on their body. That's such a weird thing. Like that's the small thing, like not like a a mouse's butt. Like it would be hard to to poke a pig in the eye. I don't know. Okay, here's a theory. Are you ready? Maybe it's to contrast it with bullseye. Oh. Yeah, because that's, I mean, I don't think of bull's eyes as being particularly large, like eyes as on the animal, but that is what you call a target. That could be a whole other episode. Why is a target called a bullseye? That's a genuine, actual question that I've ever considered. No, I don't know. Uh, maybe that'll be the next one I research, because that yeah. seems, I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe that's next week. Uh, yeah, in a pig's eye, I, you might be right. It might be related to bullseye and having a small target. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, the, the article I read just <laughs> hypothesized that pig's eyes were small, and I was like, yeah, and, and. Yeah, why, why is that your thing? But yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's like it's like hitting a bullseye and then they miss. Someone's, maybe it's, it was even someone said it. It's like hitting a bullseye and then they miss and someone goes, more like hitting a pig's eye. Uh, <laughs> will you make that shot in a pig's eye? Yeah. Did I use it correctly? Kind of? Uh, kind of. Oh, uh, well. L- like, yeah, kind of, like if they, if they make the shot and you just lost then you might go, in a pig's eye they made it. Mm. Or they you've been in four. So like, let's say you're like the top dog of the uh, archery tournament. And you're like... I feel like this is must be how you feel every time I explain one of these. Like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. But I'm always going to be worried I'll use it wrong, so I'm never going to use it. That's completely fair. <laughs> I, I think that a major aspect of this podcast is if you listen to it, but you still feel like you don't understand it, feel free to not use it. And if you do understand it, feel free to not use it. <laughs> Especially if it has dodgy roots. Well, this right. one doesn't. This one doesn't. This one seems fine. Um, Unless you're vegan. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you were talking about actual pig's ears earlier and feeding them to dogs. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, dogs are carnivores. That's true. Often. Um, uh, often. Um, and they like chewing on them. I'm, sh- I, I'm I sure would, they do. I'm at, I'm at a liquor store in Plainfield, Vermont, or maybe it was Montpelier, and I see they have a big jar of pig's ears on the counter, and I, you know, California boy, feel really grossed out. <laughs> and I was with someone who was a lo- who was like more from the area, from like the um, New England area, northeast, um, and he's like, no, this is just a thing in every liquor store. Yeah. 
not not even like a dog's and maybe maybe around here in California if we went to like a pet food store they'd have pig's ears mm-hmm. you know yeah for your dog who knows um, okay, so bringing it back to um, what gave us the motivation to make this episode, yes. the British phrase, make a pig's ear of something. Oh, right. Um, because like we said, people have made a pig's ear of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so to make a pig's ear is actually a more modern phrase than the, uh, the previous ones we spoke about. This is a mid-20th century phrase. So pig's ear for Cockney rhyming slang and in a pig's ear, well, we were looking at the 1800s, um, the mid to late 1800s. Now we're looking at the mid-20th century. Um, and the first in print, um, you know, the first... Um, Published? Published. Um, usage? Usage. Why can't I speak today? I don't know. We're I... doing a podcast which literally relies on my ability to speak. <laughs> and I seem to have lost even the most basic words. Sure. Um, yeah, so the, the, first, the first time we see this in print is in a 1950s edition of Reader's Digest. And the quote from that print is, If you make a pig's ear of the first one, you can try another one. Which I think pretty much explains that exactly. it was used in a, it's exactly the same way we use it today. A pig's ear means like screwing something up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's not. There's not really an argument about where it comes from. Um, it seems to be clear that the expression derives from an old proverb, which is "You can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear." You say so. So. Not sow. Oh. Maybe I'm just mispronouncing. Okay, I mean, I'm, I don't talk about female pigs very often, Jacob. Really. Okay, maybe it's <laughs> maybe maybe I'm mispronouncing it. Yeah, sow like rhymes with cow. Sow, um, yeah, but maybe maybe it doesn't. Maybe maybe you guys pronounce it so. I don't know. Oh, um, you can't make an old. You can't make a what? You can't make a silk purse out of a sow's ear. Sow's ear. That yeah, that makes sense. So like it's it's messy and it's hard to work with and there's nothing to be done about it. Yeah. That yeah, when you make a pig's ear out of something, sure. And that proverb dates all the way back to the 16th century. Wow. Okay. So the saying as we know it today is quite recent, but the proverb is really old. Mm-hmm. Um so to make a pig's ear, the the common day saying alludes to what might have been the result of this proverb if someone did try to make something from a sow's ear. So not a silk purse, but an absolute complete mess if you tried to make a purse from a pig's ear. Right. Just a mess. Yeah, just a mess. Okay. So it has to do with, uh, of course, as it always comes back to, purse craftsmanship. <laughs> Does it? Doesn't it? I feel like oh. most of our episodes are this way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's it. I mean, no debates um, here, really. Just sure. the surprising, something that was surprising to me was that it, pig's ear as a term exists in a number of different contexts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I have heard pig's eye. I feel like it's it's a very old-timey, silly exp- I can just hear it in Mr. Burns' voice. You know? <laughs> I love that that's the bar for you. You're like, oh, yes, I've, I've heard it on The Simpsons. Genuinely, a lot of cultural references. <laughs> st- I mean, I'm, I've am i been following a... Uh, I do say that to you about American culture sometimes. I'm like, mm. oh, I wouldn't know about this except I saw it on an episode of The Simpsons once. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it does kind of like preach American culture around the world and... Like Friends, I think, is similar as well. Like Yeah, like it encompasses so many concepts. Like it came out in the 90s, which was a bit of a boom period for the United States. Mm-hmm. And it because of the people creating it, it had a lot of 60s, 70s nostalgia. 
um, and it would have been 50s too. Like all the Halloween, uh, not all, but like a good chunk of the early Halloween episodes are just based off Twilight Zone episodes, yeah. which are in their own way a throwback. Yeah, they reference a lot of American culture in The Simpsons. And that's something that they, re- like one thing they really love to do with Mr. Burns especially is to have him do things that are reminiscent of the 1910s, 1920s, maybe even 1890s mm. uh, as far as far back as depending on how old they decide to have him be in an episode uh, like you know sometimes he's driving around in a regular car sometimes he's driving around in like an old timey mm-hmm. uh, like Ford Model T or whatever yeah um, but yeah that is absolutely something um, that I could totally see him saying I'm gonna look it up after the episode and see what, uh, <laughs> if that's a, a real thing or if <laughs> Great. So, um, yeah, you know where we get our information from. The Simpsons. The Simpsons and the World Wide Web. Yeah. So you no guys one calls get... it the World Wide Web anymore. Well, that's, I mean, that's still what WWW stands for, but I know it's very archaic terminology. Rude. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening <laughs> to another episode of Boodoo a Goose. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Boodoo a Goose, where we post basically just the episodes where we do a new episode. Uh, occasionally we try to put up other but we haven't had a thought like that in a while yeah we haven't been debating anything in our personal lives yeah. that we wanted to share on the internet the, on the world wide web the Tweety and Conkers episode maybe we'll do a poll and see how many people still call it the world wide web yeah <laughs> how many people are archaic like me right I feel like that's like a silly like there was a senator or somebody some high ranking official who referred to the internet genuinely seriously as being quote a series of tubes and now there's people who still refer to the internet as the tubes, like as a joke. <laughs> that would be confusing in England because that would mean subway. Right. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. tube. The tube, yeah. Mm. I mean, I said the tube is a series of tubes. True. True. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Jacob S. Rubin. Uh, please leave ratings and reviews. Um, and please tell your friends um, and give us any suggestions if you have any. Yeah. Uh, Happy New Year, everyone. We hope that 2021 is a bit better than 2020. Uh, how could it not be? We'll see. Actually, it's don't, very plausible. Don't chance it. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. We're just going to go into 2021. Don't touch anything. Mm-hmm. Don't make any loud noises. And we're going to see what happens. <laughs> if you ever travel <laughs> back in time, don't touch anything. <laughs> now we're traveling forward in time. Right. Please don't touch anything in 2021 that could cause any global issues. Yes. If you're about to enter a situation and you go, Ugh, could this make a right pig's ear of this? Yeah. Then just steer for the bullseye. Go for the easy targets. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. This has been another episode of Boodoo a Goose. Thank you for listening. And remember... Nobody says potato. Boo to a Goose is produced by Will Scoville as a part of the Comedio Network. Thanks to Hannah Wardle for the art and Max Abrams for the theme song, She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose. Send any questions or comments to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com. rather have a day job than be a Pokemon master. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones. I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time. The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts.